the Unstoppable Blueprint Podcast with James Robert Elliott. Hey, everybody. I am here with Eric Auberg. He is a business leader and a sales exec leader at Hub International. I wanted to talk with him today. We've been having some great conversations since we met on LinkedIn. Wanted to have him on my show today. Uh, welcome, welcome, Eric. Glad to have you, brother. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you so much for having me, James. Uh, I just want to share some thoughts just on yeah. authentic leadership. Yeah, um, I believe in today's society and well, called post-COVID, but still dealing with that, we've somehow lost some of our connection mm. with one another as humans. I and agree. I believe that it's very important that we connect on a level that is on a human connection and very authentic. Agreed. And that we can have the most effective relationships by being authentic and by having those respectful and professional conversations. But I've just found for me personally, nothing makes me happier personally than encouraging people and finding their best mm -hmm. qualities, their best traits, what makes them, what, what makes them tick, what gets them out of bed in the morning? You know, why do they just face the new day and how they can most effectively be motivated? Um, I just, I just have found maybe because I'm 58 mm -hmm. and I am beyond, I'm not, you know, where my kids are. I have twin daughters that are 23 years old and cool. they are very, you know, tech savvy and and text and Instagram and every, and how we have so much technology, but going out and actually sitting face to face and having conversations with people about what's important, what's going on in their life and how to uh, find what motivates them, what is their, what brings them joy yeah. and in the workplace when you understand that about your colleagues or people that you supervise and can have that type of authenticity and understand that you're going to get the best results in your relationships in how you can have best results for the organization but just all the way around by understanding really who that person is and what you know motivates them and sure. i just found that i would much rather if i possibly can have a face-to-face -face meeting that i would to do a zoom but in the case like we have here i am so thankful for technology so that we actually can stay connected i'm not sure how many times i've asked myself this question saying I can't imagine how we would have gotten through COVID in all our communications in the business world in just in, without technology. Can you imagine it would, I don't know how we would have done it. People would have just been isolated for two years, let alone, you know, air quotes isolating. I, I think it would have been horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. And so at the same time I'm having, like in our case, we've never met but I've been able to connect virtually and still feel like I can get into understanding a person via technology. 
I just, the point I'm getting at is that just, it's so important, I believe, that we connect with people mm. and understand and have conversations, what they're facing, what they're going through. Versus Every, just about the weather or something, right? Oh, just talking about not, no, it, it, to yeah. really what's going on and to understand, you know, the issues they're facing, what and challenges and listen. Listen. Actually listen. Mm -hmm. Just sit back and let them talk. And just and care. Mm. Um, every human being wants respect and to be heard. Yep. Agreed. And I think that in our relationships with its friends or clients, it's looking them in the eye and listening and listen and really trying to decipher and then when appropriate ask questions to try to to narrow in um and you can actually do it <laughs> an example i had um a personal i am going through a divorce and it's very amicable um but i had one of my first bosses ever her name is sharon and she's a phenomenal and she called me and I kept working because I can multitask. <laughs> so yeah. I just <laughs> listened to her talk about life and it was very therapeutic for her. I know mm. that it was. Mm. Agreed. And Agreed. just about her grandkids and what's going on and all of her projects. And that's life. It's our connections. It's about, it's not about a stuff we have. It's not about what we're accumulating in our, it's about who have we touched? Who have we connected with? Whose lives are we changing? I think that's, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think that's why there's been so much, you know, people jumping ship, uh, the great resignation. First it was employees. Now it's leaders. It's, it's, I think I saw a statistic. I think it's like around the 70, 80% of leaders, business leaders now looking and ready to jump ship too. The numbers are astounding, astounding, uh, and, and just people not happy or looking to leave. And I, I think we've forgotten that people are people first versus a number or a, or a, or a, I don't know, a, a, a performance or a metric or closing this amount of sales or hitting this amount of numbers. I think we've really forgotten that whether someone's an entrepreneur, whether someone's a, a business leader, corporate leader, government leader, and to your point, having that human connection. Just listening. I think there's nothing people want more than to be seen and heard, loved, of course, but that that's in the realm of seen, heard, respected, and just having empathy for people. And, and to your point, just having the time and listening, because that's what, in my opinion, I love your thoughts, that's what is going to get someone to be a high-performance individual, going to inspire them, going to engage them, connect them, have them do their their best. I love your thoughts too um about how how to truly inspire with someone how to truly motivate someone I, I think it certainly starts with listening and i would go as far to say most people aren't so great at listening uh i used i used to be horrible listening, <laughs> horrible listener or if i was listening air quote listening i wasn't present with it my mind would off in, in three other things i wasn't actually listening or or wasn't actually hearing them so of course that that comes with consequences, of course, as well, especially when you're selling or leading. People know you're not present; they can feel you're not present, and so the the rapport, the trust, that connection, the energetics, this goes down the drain. 
Um, what have you found, Eric, that some of the biggest things really how to inspire, whether it's teams, if you're an entrepreneur, whether it's teams, if you're a, a not-for-profit, a, a corporation, a for-profit, uh, anyone, what do you find really inspires and, and motivates people just to, to do their best, lights them up, uh, and uh, on, on building on just being real and authentic versus being a boss and telling people what to do or micromanaging, having heaven forbid, and then you know losing all trust <laughs> with your team um, and, and having them feel like crap because it's like you're micromanaging me. Clearly, you think I can't do my job right. You don't trust me. What do you feel? What, what is the, the new way and the best way to inspire, lead, motivate people? Um, leadership, as we talked about, I'm a faith-based guy and I, I look at, um, I look at example, biblical example, really the servant is a leader. Mm. You serve your people. You see the best in your people. You, you motivate. So like, if you have a project, what are that person's strengths? use their strengths okay hmm. i use analytics in my job that is not my strength though necessarily it is okay. strategy it's it's the sales side it's looking at how to put things together so each person has the strengths what are their strengths what floats their boat and you put them in those positions and you encourage them and you give them uh, incentives and motivation and because you believe in them James, if someone believes in you, you can do anything. If they believe in you, if you have someone that really believes in who you are and what you can do, the sky is the limit. And that is what a true leader does is looks at the people and say, okay, you, you're a rock star mm -hmm. and we can do this and let's, and making people in the right seats, you know, to, to, to get the project done. And believing in them and motivating them and listening. Uh, you mentioned earlier, like in the sales process, the best salespeople are really good listeners. Yes. They really listen to their client or their prospect and what their needs are and can be met and no BS, you know, pie in the sky. Not, they want to hear the truth. They want to hear what can, how can you effectively improve bottom line, my organization, my objectives, and to actually really care, not just close this up, but really care about that person's needs, objectives. I've just found being in sales for a long time, that building trust, but it's truly being authentic and not um, true, authentic. Mm. Fair, fair. Yeah, and you're right, that authentic versus all the BS, the masks, the song and dance, name dropping, you know, mm -hmm. I'm so great, whatever, I'm the, I'm the boss, I'm so great, whatever it is, to your point, that's a very good yeah. point. You know, and, yeah. and it's interesting, you, you said believing in people, and maybe even if they don't believe in themselves first, I often tell people, hey, it's my job to believe in you before you even believe in you. There's a, a psychology term called transference and countertransference. And, and what it is, it's essentially, um, you know, co good, good coaches know this, good mentors, good leaders, good psychologists know this. If, if you don't believe someone could do something, that will transfer to them and they'll feel that. And they'll, of course, doubt themselves. So if it's like, you know, check yourself, check your mind, check your belief in your people and, and 
maybe you shouldn't be leading those people or, or, or they should move. If you don't think, or you don't believe they can do something that will directly uh, limit them and, and almost cause them not unless they're highly driven, highly motivated, and they don't let anything get in their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's fascinating transference and countertransference. People can often not articulate it or not, not, uh, I guess, articulate, not do something you don't believe they can do. And, and I think that's also a big problem in organizations as well. Just people, I would agree. you know, not believing in others. Yeah. Yeah. Or thinking people are stupid just because, just because they don't see things a certain way. They don't do things the same as that, that leader or that company or they, they have a different learning style. I mean, we have, there's, there's many different learning styles. And if, if someone has a different learning style than you, then maybe they're not going to hear what you're saying in the way you're saying it. They're not going to see what you're getting at. Uh, they're not going to make sense of what you're saying or communicating because, well, their learning style is different. And it's like speaking Spanish to someone who only speaks English. Yet think we tell me, but they, oh, they're dumb or why are they getting this or what's wrong with them? And, and I mean, that causes a whole myriad of problems, mm-hmm. those expectations versus just understanding. And, and like you said, the, the empathy, the understanding, the listening, really actually listening and being present versus listing and well okay did i leave the pot of coffee on home and i gotta get home early because i gotta get this done and i gotta get this meeting done next i gotta do my dry cleaning later and all the, all the noise in our brain people can tell we're not listening and and i'm sure you have found too because i've got this feedback people said to me james I, I feel like you're really actually listening to me i'm like of course i am they're like no no no. i'm you're actually listening i talk to people and I don't, I feel like you're actually present with me. And I say, yes, you're the most important person in the world right now. You're the only thing I'm thinking about right now. And they're like, wow. When I talk to people, I get some level of listening in their, their awareness, but I often I think I'm just talking to a nodding head half the time. And you might agree with that. A lot of people give me that feedback. And it's really interesting that people have almost stopped listening or listening and present, listening, you know? It's rude. Let's call it what it is. Fair. You need to be authentic and say to the person, Mm. I right now I do not have the ability to focus and to have this conversation right now. And you're important to me. Is can we schedule where I can actually focus? But to just be nodding and not to be present is is rude, and it's also I find unprofessional. True. So. I do not agree with that mode because I I look at the successful organizations and I'm just thinking it starts always at the top in leadership. I'm just, mm-hmm. One just came to mind is Costco. Okay, we our family spends thousands of dollars a year at Costco. I do that. Reason, <laughs> their their people are motivated. Mm-hmm. For retail, they're paid well. Uh, they get holidays off it. What I'm trying to get at though, is that it's like leadership says, we care about you. You are a human being. You have needs, you have family, you have, you know, then all the other programs, because I've had many, many people have worked for Costco that are friends that are very happy that some one just retired after 40 years. (laughs) And heard of in the retail industry per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, but my point is that they felt valued, heard, appreciated. And like they listened to their employees saying, we can do this better. This process can be better. We can look at ways, listening, being authentic, 
you know, any great organization for profit or nonprofit is it's all of your people and how you can make them be their absolute best. Right on. Because then you're going to have bottom line, you're going to have fantastic. And again, faith to me, it's kind of a biblical principle just of how you treat others and how you care and how mm -hmm. you can motivate because by serving and then by doing that you're going to have results it's just it's a it's a spiritual principle yeah yeah it's just it's yeah it's, it's reciprocation come you help people you give mm -hmm. your best it comes back you know people let them know they're they're cared they're appreciated they're valued mm -hmm. Of course, they're going to be excited and pumped to work with you and give their best versus if you're like, you know, the, the nodding head, yeah, 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 okay, hurry up. You know, this is not important. Hurry up. Okay, I, I got to get, yeah. get out of my, get my way. I got to do things. Yeah, it's like what? there's nothing more demotivating than treating someone like a number or being in like a grind house, like a grinder, grind out the work or something like, like that. And just or just knowing that you're not appreciated, your work is not noticed or, or cared. You're like a replaceable option versus you're special, you're unique. You want to leverage your special, your uniqueness. Um, and I think, I think a lot of people are not in the right either job type or job fit, I think as well, that, that causes problems too with their unique abilities. I mean, sure they can, I don't know, stamp cards or whatever, but what their unique ability is, I, I also feel a lot of people are not doing that. And I think that's, well, it's everyone's, it's everyone's problem, if you will, but I think it's even a lot of leadership's, um, ownership and responsibility to say, Hey, you know what, what do you love to do? And let's help you find your unique ability. Maybe it's not. I don't know, making PowerPoint slides. Maybe it's not sales. Maybe it is making PowerPoint slides, or maybe it's responding to RFPs or whatever, coaching new employees, um, whatever it is, or being an entrepreneur, you know, whatever that thing is. I think that's something also we need to develop our employees. Um, Gallup, uh, Gallup did a, a really interesting study, and 86% of employees said that of paramount importance, I believe it was over money, was that they needed and wanted to be developed. They wanted personal development, continue learning, growth, uh, personal development for professional, but also for their own person as well. And it's it's a great number. I think uh, companies can really retain people, you know, not just with sales training, not just with ethics training, not just with organizational training, but with real training, making them better people, if you will, um, better at everything and, and a personal development, which is going to naturally translate too big. I, I feel that, you know, professional problems are really just personal problems in disguise. We're all people, like, as you said, at the end of the day. So 86% of people said that's uh, more important uh, than money, money important, but that's more important is being able to grow, shift, develop, which makes sense. We're here to grow. You know, like you said, we all, you know, buy stuff we don't need and <laughs> get promotions. We buy more stuff we don't need and can't take with us when we go. That being said, yes, I like toys. I like having fun. But yeah, it was it's not rocket science, James. No, no, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's it's. I see that because I analyze that data all the time in my mm. job with the, in the employee benefits field, and mm. employees want to be seen, heard, valued. Every single one of my clients, their biggest issue is retention and attraction of employees. Yeah, yeah. and how they're going in this market, and a big part of that is how. Are, is this employee going to be valued in the in the organization and culture? How are they going to grow personally? And again, going back just on my, I guess, face that, but that, that to me, that's how God designed people mm. is directional, it's humans and development and not just robots. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's unique individuals and they have unique needs and personalities and 
They want to be seen and heard and valued and loved. And when you tap into that and understand that, and you have your organizational, you can win. Mm-hmm. And like so it just that's the key is having processes in place to really truly value your people. And should to know they're valued. I think that's it's it's one of the number one people leave. Like you said, that's it's it's not always for not necessary for lack of money or more money. It's cause it, maybe it is too, but they're not being valued. Maybe I'll be valued more over here. I'll be I respected more, paid more attention to, and more money. Great, I'm out of here, kind of thing. So I think it's a big important thing for companies to realize, and and that a lot of people are 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 they don't leave necessarily only for more money, or they're not problem employees for only more money. It's 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 a personal thing. It's the like you said, being seen, being heard, respected, appreciated. I mean, often recognition. You can give someone a raise, and that'll that'll keep them happy for a while. But if you give them recognition, you recognize them frequently for their greatness. I think that is what really motivates and inspires people to keep doing more. If they do great things and then no one sees it or hears it or appreciates it, well, why would they keep doing great things? Why would they go above and beyond? And, exactly. and companies are wondering why employees are, are doing the yes. bare minimum or not even on Facebook all day. Yeah. Well, they're not seen, like you said, seen, heard, recognized. Great job. This amazing recognized wall of fame, a little reward or whatever, you know, whatever you, you, however you give them, however you rec- recognize them. I think it's huge because then they'll start, they'll do more. If you, you want you know, positive reinforcement, it's not rocket science. Yeah. Like I said, you want more of something, you positively enforce the good behavior. If, if you ignore it, don't recognize it, don't appreciate it, it's going to stop. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And every consultant now that is consulting in with businesses in the field of HR or just retention attraction, mm-hmm. same thing is that is one of the key criticals is how, our employees going to be valued just outside of just organizational goals. What, how are they going to grow as people Mm. as an essential part? Because it's, it's a very complicated process now to really come up with the right formula for that attraction and retention, because like you said, money, that's not the only motivating factor Mm. any longer. True, true, true. Yeah, it's purpose, and especially especially new generations. So I was reading another study: yeah. millennials, Gen Zs, and Gen Z. Um, the new, even even some of the older people too. It's it's they want purpose and fulfillment. They will not, no matter how much it pays, they will not work for a job that uh, that they don't find purpose, fulfillment, inspiration. And they're not going to be just a you know a, a paper stamper or whatever anymore. Um, that's why I think a lot of companies are finding so, so much challenge to, to find employees, find and keep, find employees, yes. keep employees and find and keep great employees. Um, the other problem too, I think for too long and again, people are no longer willing to put up with this is, I mean, it's the title of our talk today is, is being, is, is either ineffective or inauthentic leaders and people just being full of it, not walking the talk, saying one thing, doing another. And even back when I was in in the corporate world, nothing would have us lose respect or admiration or, or cohesiveness or wanting to work with a leader faster than them saying one thing or promising one thing and doing another or promising not to do something and doing it anyway. anyway. You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting. Like you said, just being real, be real with people. Hey, you know, I'm not perfect. I screw up sometimes. Hey, apologies for this or apologize. Make it right. Apologize, you know, for things when you screw up, make it right. Avoid throwing people under the bus. It's again, not rocket science, but 
why do you think this still happens? I mean, again, this is not, like I said, it's not rocket science, but it still happens all the time. Yeah. I just think human nature. Um, I will say, though, that I, I do like the trending I'm seeing mm. of more authentic relationships and authenticity in our in the workforce. I mm. think that is the trend is toward truly valuing, understanding the human connection that we've shifted out of that. So Agreed. I do really, um, that methodology is becoming archaic of unauthentic leadership. That's just my opinion. I agree with it. I agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's no way to, no fast way to kill your company or kill your business. I, I think, um, cause yeah. people will leave in droves. They'll stop working with you. Yeah. Um, this is an awesome talk. Any any last thoughts for people? Um, you know, on being real, effective leadership, authentic leadership. Eric, things you've seen work, don't work. Any last thoughts for people? We should do another. We should do another podcast soon too. <laughs> I think this could be another. I think somewhat though is I just want to emphasize the importance of self care. Ah uh, yes. For you, in my opinion, you cannot take care of others and care for others if you're not caring for yourself. And so, in my personal case. I become a huge grizzly bear if I don't get to the gym. I get to the gym, whether it's five in the morning or late at night, whatever I, I, because that is my, where I need to be to get stress relief, to get things done, care for yourself, caring for yourself with eating right and hydrate. Self-care I think is so important mm. so that you can be your best self because you cannot be authentic if you are not taking care of yourself, you're burning the candle at both ends, or yeah. we maybe burn the candle at both ends because we have so much to do. But if you're not doing any self-care, you're just going to implode and you're yeah. not going to be able to have an authentic relationship uh, with people if you can't take care of yourself, what's necessary so that you can be your best self. I would agree completely. I mean, like you said, I become a grizzly bear. I'm, I'm, I'm grouchy. I'm, I'm brain fog. I, I, by far, am I not producing my, my best work if I don't sleep well, if I don't eat well, and it affects me a lot if I don't sleep and eat well. But even mindset and doing something for self care, whether it's a walk or a massage or just, just chilling, reading a book or something. I agree. I think a lot of people, it's interesting. A lot of people have forgotten that, and I think during, during and after COVID, because people, some people have had more time to do things, especially when they were off, like, wow, I really like playing basketball. I really like reading. I really like doing this. Why, why did I stop? Why wasn't I doing this? And, and you're right. The, 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 the live to work, um, mentality, I think is really quickly going away and, and we're becoming a little more like Europe. It's like life is meant to be lived and have fun, spend time with people or, or cool things you love versus working your life. Yeah. Get your, get your stuff done. Absolutely. Get your stuff done and then live as well. So I, I appreciate this. I appreciate your time, you being on here. I think we well, get a lot of great. my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, great having you. I knew we'd have a great conversation uh, as well. So this has been amazing. And like you said, self care could be a whole other. <laughs> we we should do that. We should do that sometime. A whole other we podcast. Should do that sometime. That'd be cool. Agreed. Agreed. Amazing. Amazing, brother. I'm gonna flash up your information here as well. And that people can get a hold of you if they wish as well. Um, Eric Aberg, um, E M A A B E R G at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out to him uh, or on LinkedIn as well. Uh, Eric Aberg on LinkedIn as well. Um, my new friend. And uh, this has been great. Thank you, brother, for your time. I appreciate it. Oh, this has been great, James. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You as well, man. You as well, brother. Take care. Thanks. Mm -hmm.